0: Talking Toku, Boston's only podcast about Godzilla, Gamera, Ultraman, and all your kaiju friends. I, as always, am your host, David Scrivani. I'm your co-host, Brian Kershaw. And we've got a big two-parter episode for you guys. Um, the second part won't come out, you know, for the next two weeks, because that's how we do the schedule, but... At least after the 13th. Yeah. Oh, 14th. No, it's
1: the 13th.
0: Are you sure it's the thirteenth? I did look it up. Okay, the thirteenth. I'll, I'll, I'll. Sure, I promise. Okay, okay. that's a Thursday. I'm not lying to you. Thirteenth is a Thursday. It's a weird day to release a movie, but you know, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I'll, I'll, I'll believe you for now. Are you looking it up right now? Is that what you're doing? He is. He nodded. Bear with us, folks. Hold on. (laughs) What a great start to this episode.
1: Well, you're going to cut this out.
0: Am I? Of course you are. I don't know. It might be be funnier if I leave it in. This is a lot of dead time. It is, but but it's time to, you know, give you shit. I'm really sorry. For taking so long to find a damn release date. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did you Google?
1: I just looked up.
0: What? Oh, <laughs> it should not take this long.
1: Leave me alone. This
0: is 100% staying in.
1: Why is this saying? You know what? Just
0: <laughs> we'll talk about it later. <laughs>
1: okay. You're you should just cut this out.
0: <laughs> no, I am not cutting this out. I, don't I don't might even... cut it up a little bit, but I'm leaving most of this in.
1: I don't even know where. Oh.
0: Anyways, uh, we're doing a big two-parter episode on the Evangelion franchise. Today, we're going to be covering Neon Genesis Evangelion. August 13th. Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to be covering Neon Genesis Evangelion as well as the end of Evangelion today, and then um, in a couple of weeks, we'll be covering the Rebuild series of films once because at that point, uh, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0, thrice Upon a Time, will be out. What a terrible title. It's Yeah, it's a bit of a jumbled mess. Yeah, but that's okay. I'm sure it'll be good, hopefully. Um, But yeah, we'll 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 get to Neon Genesis because I know Brian has some thoughts. I have some thoughts. Most good, I think, for both of us.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But um, before we do that, Brian, do 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 you have any news for me? No, no. That's okay.
1: I never have. Because you know what,
0: it was. It it, it's it's been very like really slow for news. I have one piece of actual news and one thing that's just not really news but is discussion worthy. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Um. So the first piece of news, the first the and the only actual piece of real news, is that um, um. Drum roll, hey, guess what? Arrow's doing more Toku stuff.
1: Yay! Yeah.
0: So, Arrow is going to be. They just announced, as part of their October releases, um, the Yokai Monsters Collection. Um, and this is from Arrow, from their press release. From the makers of Daimajin comes a trilogy of terror ripped from the pages of Japanese folklore, with ghosts and monsters from ancient myths and legends brought to life through stunning special effects, alongside an epic, big budget remo- uh, reboot. Reboot? Reboot of the series from a modern-day Master of the Macabre, now available for the first time on Blu-ray. In the first film in the trilogy, 100 Monsters, a greedy slumlord's attempts to forcefully evict his tenants, invite the wrath of the titular spirits when a cleansing ritual is botched with terrifying results. The second film, Spook Warfare, tells the tale of an evil Babylonian vampire, inadvertently awoken by treasure hunters and a brave samurai that teams with the yokai to defeat the bloodthirsty demon. (laughs) In the final film, along with Ghosts, released only 12 months after 100 Monsters, the Yokai are roused to defend a young girl on the run from deadly Yakuza. Decades later, none other than Takashi Mike, who has, um, in the realm of Toku, has di- uh, directed a couple episodes of Ultraman Max, but he's probably better known for his films uh, Audition and Ichi the Killer, um, helmed The Great Yokai War, a loose remake of Spook Warfare that used cutting-edge digital effects to renew the franchise for a new generation. In it, a young boy is given a grave responsibility to band together with a group of yokai to defend humanity against a vengeful and powerful demon that has sworn retribution against modern-day Japan. That sounds pretty sick. It does, and I've never seen any of these movies. Neither have I. But I really I mean, want to.
1: Maybe we should watch them.
0: We, I would actually, especially The Great Yokai War, I want to watch Yeah. because um, uh, Mike right now actually is working on a sequel. Uh, the I believe it's called The Great Yokai War Guardians and it's going to have a special guest appearance. Okay. Who What other Toku thing did Arrow just do recently? I imagine. Magnin? imagine's going to be showing up in Great Yokai War 2. Oh,
1: hell yeah. Yeah.
0: My my guy. I know. Yeah, it, it, it's like everyone like made a big, you know, bruhaha when the trailer for that dropped and I'm like, I don't think I imagine just showing up in a Separate movie is newsworthy, so I didn't mention it. But now I am mentioning it because Arrow's doing a release for the first movie. It's awesome, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we should watch it and cover it on here.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that is also a limited release, so hopefully it won't sell out too. Really. I th- I don't know if imagine is still available.
1: I don't, I, I haven't really maybe? looked,
0: but we'll see. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, but yeah, I would. like I, I want. We should watch them at some point and maybe do an episode on them. Who knows? Yeah. When can you order it? I think it's on pre-order now. Pre-order now? Okay. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Arrow is pretty good about putting things up for pre-order. Um, well, go order it or, yeah, right or don't start. so that I can order it. Yeah.
1: Maybe wait until I've done it.
0: Uh, me too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, audience, yeah, yeah, don't, I, I don't go buy it.
0: Don't, don't buy it until we have given you the go-ahead to buy it, because once we've given you the go-ahead, that will mean that we have already bought it, yep. so you are free to. Yeah. Just As long as there's two copies available for me and Brian here, that's that's all we ask. That really see, is all we ask.
1: You see, this is why we should try to do a partnership with Arrow. Mm. I mean, we advertise
0: them enough. We do, we do. We give them a lot of advertisement.
1: Yeah. Free up until this
0: point. <laughs> up until this point. Listen, I'm going to go Arrow, demand it. As long as you just send us copies of all your Toku releases... We'll keep, we'll keep, you know, we'll keep advertising them. We'll yeah, keep we'll, bu- we'll
1: put a little box on the top right of our of our um, uh, podcast banner on Spotify. Yeah, so they know. Yeah, people who
0: look at that. But if you stop doing Tokusatsu releases, no, we're we're done. Yeah. We're so sorry, Arrow. You're I, going
1: back to sh- to Rage Shadow Legends. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, you know, no matter. I I I still buy some of the other releases, but you know. Uh, you know, actually, I I, I guess if you, if you really want to talk, think about it, I guess RoboCop and American Werewolf in London is kind of Toku.
1: RoboCop, absolutely.
0: It's 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 like, you know, Practical Effects. Yeah. I don't know if Practical Effects automatically means Tokusatsu, but you know, probably not. No. But RoboCop and the whole middle hero thing in Japan is very similar. Yeah, so but I'll, if, but I'll if give we're Robocop good, that.
1: If we're good at one thing, it's stretching
0: stuff oh, to make Oh, yes, it, make it sense. is. It absolutely is. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, moving on to our other piece of not really news. Um, pardon my French, but can we please shut the fuck up about a humanless Monsterverse movie? Yeah. For God's sake. Why has it become like a thing again? Well, Max Bornstein, who is who's one of the head writers at Legendary for the MonsterVerse, um, was asked about that specific thing, and this is the quote he said, Given the success of Godzilla vs. Kong, I'm kind of hoping in whatever the next phase Legendary decides to do that we would see that. I think it'd be pretty cool. I think it is possible. It would be very ambitious. I think ambitious in that Mad Max Fury roadway. I think it's totally possible to do that with the absolute minimum amount of human characters and really characterize the creatures.
1: Alright so Please here's the stop. here's the thing with that coming I, For anyone who doesn't know I am a huge Mad Max fan
0: Yeah he won't shut up about it
1: Ever since I saw the first movie Those movies only work because of the people mm-hmm. Like Like if you took Fury Road And took everyone out of that movie And just had like autonomous cars driving around I wouldn't care it sucks. It's cool because the people in it are insane and fun to watch.
0: I just saw you said a talent in this cars and I started thinking of Pixar's cars. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> cars <laughs> but set in the I desert. Would, I would unironically watch a Mad Max movie but with like Pixar's cars. Yeah. I would unironically watch that. That would be sick. It would be terrible and hilarious. See, here's the thing. Maybe instead of getting
1: rid of the human characters altogether, maybe just Make them better. You
0: make them better. Yeah,
1: and like fun to watch because that's been the biggest problem with Legendary mm-hmm. is that they can't make characters that I like. You know, Toho has done it a billion times they at have. this point, and they have a ton of garbage Godzilla movies with they terrible do. characters, but they also have some with really great characters. See,
0: I, I, maybe we mentioned this on the episode for Godzilla vs Kong, but. I'm going to mention it now again because Max Bornstein himself is talking about it. The what's the word I'm looking for? I don't remember. Um, but the, the the thought that oh, no one watches these for the humans; we only watch it for the monsters is, and I see that from Godzilla fans all the time. That's such a bad take because then you're saying, oh, well, I don't care about any of the like political. Aspects of the original Godzilla You know I don't care About any of the political aspects of Shin Godzilla or return of Godzilla actually return of Godzilla that's Not the like, human characters in that aren't that great it's The overarching story in that is good yeah Um but like None of the character drama in Mothra versus Godzilla Uh Ebra horror of the deep Terror oh, of Megagodzilla Godzilla, Godzilla versus Biollante, GMK Both Kiryu movies you're just, yeah, none of those movies matter. I just want the monster action. Yeah, It's like, no, the reason people like those movies is because of the well-written human characters. Yep.
1: Because if you don't have a human character to size up against Godzilla, then you don't really get... Mm-hmm. Like, you don't really understand the weight of the story. Right. Because he's like... Godzilla's always the central conflict. Like, like, whether there's another monster there or not, he's always the conflict. Mm-hmm. And if you just have him there as the main character,
0: what's the point of the movie? Yeah, and and people I've been talking to recently about how the Monsterverse has been doing a really good job, good in large quotations of of demystifying Godzilla. Because you know, in in 2014 he was just he was he was this you know, unknowable creature that no one knew anything about. He was just there somehow, and then when we get into King of the Monsters and Godzilla vs Kong, they start they're they're going into like, oh well, he was a deity and he yeah he lives underneath all all he he came from underneath the earth's crust. And It's like, okay, well that kind of you lose some of the charm of the character in in you know giving him a backstory. Yeah, you know in in, in like all the other Godzilla movies. All the backstory was just that he's a giant monster that got mutated due to radiation. And that's all it is. That's all it needs to be.
1: And then you have Shin Godzilla where they're just like, uh, we don't know.
0: Well, Shin Godzilla is kind of the same thing.
1: Kind of the same thing, but I mean, it's still a mystery of what he even is.
0: It's heavily implied that it's the, it was a aquatic life that... Because you, you see those pictures of the radioactive waste barrels with big chunks bitten out of them. Well, yeah, but... But still mysterious. Point point is, I feel like a humanless monsterverse movie would just completely take out all the charm of Godzilla. Yeah, he would, would just be he would just be a, a big
1: monster. That's when we're gonna be heading into the realm of Transformers movies, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't want that. And that's probably one of like my biggest fears for the monsterverse is that it you just know? turns into Transformers. Yeah, and I do. And
0: hey. I don't mind some of the Transformers movies. Bumblebee we can probably agree on is fantastic. It's alright. I kinda like the first Michael Bay film. I don't. I, I, I enjoy it for this little bit of nostalgia purposes, and also I it I do think some of it's charming. I think it's really trashy. Yeah, but that's kinda why I like it. I know, but it's just
1: too trashy. I can't I can't See, watch it. See, that's how
0: I feel about Revenge of the Fallen. That movie is just
1: I mean, okay. Here's the thing: the first one is like trashy, Yeah. and then the rest of them are like, I can't watch this trashy.
0: I think the third one isn't terrible. I think the third one's the best out of all of them. I think I can't. I just can't watch them. Mm-hmm. I've tr- I've tried. That's fair. We're gonna probably have to watch them for the podcast, Brian.
1: Or you're gonna have to Venmo me money to go <laughs> buy some really nice liquor, okay, so that I can drink it all over right. a Discord call, okay. And you can hear my suffering. I mean, they're doing
0: Beast Wars next, and oh. it's not Michael Bay directing it, so it might actually be good. And Ron Perlman is voicing Optimus Primal. Yeah, but we still have like six trash movies. Yeah, I know. Or something like and that. And one good movie.
1: To get through. Yeah. It's fine. We'll figure but it that out. That ratio is not good. Point is,
0: don't please don't make a MonsterVerse movie with just monsters as the characters. That's such a terrible idea. Yeah, I also... It f- will get so old so quickly see here this is this is what i think the only only conceivable way this could work is if it is a short film not a feature film if it's like a short film done like you know national geographic documentary style i think that could be really cool but i don't want to see two hours of godzilla doing his thing yeah that just sounds boring to me
1: yeah it sounds really boring
0: I feel like <laughs> I'm so exhausted of this of, of this
1: controversy. I feel like the people who ask for this thing are like a smaller group than we actually think they are. They're very vocal. Yeah, that's often. This often. It's often how this goes: is mm-hmm. that the people asking for something stupid are just really like super fucking loud. Yeah, and they don't shut up. Like,
0: cough, uh, cough. Star Wars.
1: Yeah, like I feel like. I feel like a lot of like a lot of people know that it's a terrible idea, mm-hmm. but like then you have like people who just don't understand how movies function <laughs> or how Godzilla movies function, and they're just like, I have good ideas. I'm gonna backseat direct.
0: Hey, what was what what did we what did everyone like about Jurassic Park? just the dinosaurs no it was all the characters as well as the dinosaurs it, they meshed together maybe jurassic world dominion's you want do you, you to imagine jurassic park without alan grant or ian malcolm or anyone no i mean you no it would be a bad movie you could feasibly make that movie with just ian malcolm that's that's how we got the lost world brian oh that's right that's, that's but i mean I, like the lost world but
1: i mean like just
0: him just him just him no on, dinosaurs just him on the island <laughs> just hanging out just hang you know out. what i'd watch that yeah same but not for two hours no maybe for like in like a 30 an hour. minute a 30 minute animal planet special that's how i'd watch it <laughs> they're just watching they're just watching jeff goldblum on the watching island. Jeff hanging goldblum, out
1: yeah i'd watch it yeah yeah all right well jeff goldblum versus godzilla
0: I feel like Jeff Goldblum wouldn't fight though. He's not a fighter.
1: No, that's why he'd like talk Godzilla down because oh, okay. he's a lover. He, he, and he we all a, we all know that deep down somewhere Godzilla is a lover too.
0: Godzilla is a father. Yeah. Oh, I saw some some funny meme the other day, and I can't remember what it was. it was about Godzilla being a father, and I it was comparing it to someone else, and I don't remember who it was, and it's gonna drive me nuts now. Damn.
1: Well, just re- find it later and then record yourself after the fact, and then, okay. and then cut it <laughs> then in cut right. Cut it and cut it in right here. Cut it in right here.
0: Okay, cool. You know what?
1: Okay, cool, Dave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank, th- thanks for the support, Brian. I, You're re- welcome. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm gonna try to find it on Twitter real quick. Well, hopefully, it won't take too long. I'm pretty sure I I, I, I hit like on the tweet. Oh, yeah, here it is. <laughs> I did retweet it. <laughs> wow. This is a lot funnier than I thought and I remember it being. Wow. Um, it, it, was, it was a picture. I'll show you. It, it's a, a picture of, of Godzilla doing the dance from Invasion of Master Monster and then a picture of John Lennon doing a uh, similar dance. And uh, the guy I follow retweets it saying Godzilla was debatably the better father. Yeah. <laughs> Not wrong, no, not in the least. Um, John Lennon's dead, so fuck you, John. Lennon. I can I can talk shit about you.
1: Yeah, talk shit about dead dead people. Yeah, you know, do it. Go. He's, for he's it. been dead.
0: So he died in like the eighties. It's fine.
1: Yeah, it's fine. I'm sure he won't come back to haunt you or anything. I don't fucking care. <laughs> he probably haunts a lot of people because so many people talk trash about him. Yeah.
0: Well, he again he didn't speak to his son for like twenty years. Yeah. Because he didn't want anything to do with him. It's a Sucks, man. I don't care. It does suck. You're right. Fuck you, John Lennon. I'm not not
1: doubting that. This is a
0: great episode so far. (laughs) Yeah, we're just off the rails today. All right. Let's get back onto our our, our, our main topic of Neon Genesis. Evangelion, the uh, iconic anime from uh, Hideaki Anno. The iconic mecha anime. Yeah. Yeah that apparently
1: revitalized the theory, the like the genre and I had It did I because no it, idea. because it
0: wasn't it was something different it was a deconstruction of the genre. Yeah, I and did That's a, why people I were did like a, whoa this is pretty pretty cool. I did a I did a little bit of research about it. You did research? I did a little bit of research whoa. on it
1: and I learned that it was like revitalizing you learned thing for the genre cuz it was like so stagnant and yeah. people were bored of it.
0: Exactly.
1: And then they It's almost
0: like it's like the monster it, kaiju movies are doing the same thing now.
1: And they broke it down. They're yeah. like, "Hey, let's make it like weird and different." Yeah. And sad. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. really Very upset. Sad. Everyone's really upset all the time.
0: <laughs> Everyone in this in this series is so fucked up. Yeah. So fucked up. Especially in an end of Evangelion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um lord so uh, we're, we're so high, how where do you want to start with Evangelion Brian like do you want to just give like a a quick you know breakdown of like what you, what you thought yeah I don't want to spoil this show because I, I feel like it's going to be hard to do that talk I, about it and not do that I
1: feel like we should try to talk about it without you know giving away a lot because I have actually talked to a lot of people
0: but if we're going to talk about end of Evangelion how are we going to not spoil it that's fair
1: I don't want to spoil a lot of it. Maybe some of it. We can get we can give a maybe a little bit of a a warning. I don't know. Okay. We'll
0: I'll, we'll try. We'll have a spoiler section. Okay. If you want to do that. We can do a spoiler a non-spoiler and a spoiler section even though Cause, it's cause the cause series is over, you know, 30 years old
1: now. I know, but here's the thing is that I've talked to a lot of people. Okay. Uh about like this show like how I'm covering it. And they don't know what Evangelion is. A lot of them have heard of what it mm-hmm. is, but have never watched it. And it was surprising, because I always thought that it was like this huge thing. Well, it is. But it's huge in
0: Japan. <laughs> it's huge. In, I mean, Well, here's the thing. It is huge in the U.S., because I feel like along with the Dragon Ball franchise and Pokemon, Evangelion was kind of one of those series that really broke anime into the mainstream in the States. That is something to be like, oh, this is like, an actual like this is something that you can like take seriously it's not like some yeah. goofy stuff no i i definitely get that like it's got
1: a big presence here but like i've talked like you know I've talked to, like, my sister my cousin they all like anime and stuff but they've never heard of this at all and mm-hmm. i suspect because they're like new anime fans like because it, anime itself has kind of gone through this like big surge in popularity recently mm-hmm. and by recently i mean like five ten years
0: yeah because well, so, it's been so much more easier to access them.
1: yeah so you have a lot of like new fans who like are just getting into the medium and they don't know what all like the big like goalposts posts i guess were for right. the genre and even i guess a lot of people just missed out on evangelion so hmm. you have all these new fans that just don't know what it is
0: interesting so
1: the, all the people that i've talked to that know what evangelion is and have watched it are people who are like 30 or people like you what's
0: that supposed to mean brian
1: it just means that people who were originally around for it kind of know. I didn't watch it until like well, when, yeah. I was
0: at, when I was in high school.
1: But because you were just a fan of kaiju stuff in general. and also I, I explicitly
0: watched it because I heard, I knew Hideaki Ayana was directing Shin Godzilla. And I'm like, ah. I should watch Evangelion to see what kind of weird, crazy stuff I'm getting into before I see Shin Godzilla. See, I think you told me the
1: same thing and I had too much pride to watch it because I just thought anime was stupid.
0: But here I am. And
1: my life has been ruined yeah. because of you.
0: This, yeah, yeah. I, I made this joke to you last week, but uh, surprise everyone. This is the episode where Brian becomes a weeb. I am definitely not a weeb. Are you sure about that? I'm definitely not. Brian, you, know you have Mecha Godzilla in Japanese tattooed on your arm. That is true. I think that automatically makes you a weeb. I am not a weeb.
1: <laughs> okay, but let's let's get into, into the yeah, series really, here. Yeah. Um, you want to do quick thoughts? Like quick quick plot summary or yeah. Okay. Do, do you want to do that? I mean, I can kind of, I can give the real bare bones one. Yeah. I well, mean, I would probably,
0: that's all I could do too. Cause, um, I watched it, but I didn't watch it. Yeah. Okay. So kind of the deal with
1: the series is it's like it takes, it's like 15 years after this like huge cataclysmic event called the second impact, mm-hmm. which was like, I don't know. I think they framed it as like it was a a big meteor hitting Antarctica or something and it wiped out like a huge percentage of all life on Earth and turned a bunch of oceans red and stuff. Yeah. And uh, super like pretty cool setting. It's creepy. Um, And then uh, I don't like they it was because of something else that happened but it it was just framed as a, a meteor. Anyways. So then the story itself takes place in... Tokyo Three.
0: I don't know where. Where's Tokyo Two? Is it dead? Probably. Okay. I mean,
1: well, it takes place in Tokyo uh, Three. There's
0: so there's a lot of destruction across the entire world. So like I, yeah, wouldn't put it fast in that Tokyo Two is also just gone destroyed. Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, so it takes place in Tokyo Three, and um, follows a the main character Shinji. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his last name. Ikari. Ikari. Yep. There you go. And uh, he's like really sad all the time, and he, along with two other kids, really
0: sad all the time is an understatement Yeah,
1: and uh, him along with two other kids, uh, Ray and Asuka.
0: Asuka, Asuka. I think it. I, I it. But the thing is, she's not Japanese. she's, yeah, she's German. She's German. Japanese. So like, I don't know if Asuka is the correct pronunciation with that. It might be Asuka. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. So yeah, they 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 pilot the the Evangelion units which are mechs, but are they? No, definitely, not, no, just mechs. definitely they're, not just mechs. They're definitely biological in nature. I actually have a really funny story about that, but I guess I'll save it for the spoiler section. Okay. So hopefully I'll remember, and, or hopefully you will remind me. Okay. Um,
1: yeah, so then they fight angels, which are like the central... Um, Bad things mm-hmm. in uh, central mon- monsters of this uh, this series, and they're like really cool. <laughs> they're they're probably some of my favorite
0: monster designs and anything. Yeah, they're, they're. I I I don't know if this was like this is it was probably you know intentional, but like I I almost think this is like the closest we've gotten to like the biblical angels in like terms of design. Yeah. Because, you know, you see memes all the time about how, like, weird and terrifyingly abstract biblical angels are. Mm -hmm. But, like, this is, I feel like this is the closest we've ever seen. Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: No, they're super, like, outlandish and Mm -hmm. bizarre and, like, definitely just, like, alien. Like, like, you know aliens, but, like, when you think of just, like, unknowable beings that you don't even know what their intentions are... Or mm-hmm. if they even have the same intentions or concepts that we do, <laughs> and I think they even bring that up sometimes, like they like one of like I think it might have been like one of the who's um who's like the blonde scientist lady Ritzko, yeah, she like questioned if they even have like the same concept of like i think it's like conquering or something mm. that we do, or something like that so i I love stuff like that personally, I just like unknowable kind of alien stuff yeah it's cool um that's i mean that's really the gist of the show i mean everyone's just carrying around like dump trucks of baggage yeah <laughs> uh it's it's really a show about everyone being just all over the place yeah um that's uh i i didn't really expect it to be as depressing i, as it was. That, I think
0: that's why like it was such a hit because people went in expecting this, like, you know, fun giant robot versus giant monster anime. And then they got this heaping helping of, you know, introspection. This, this, is, this is how we deal with, you know, depression and learning to, you know, gaining self-worth.
1: Yeah. You know? It, it was, uh, I feel like, I feel like you could take anyone And then you can like introduce them to this show and they're going to identify with someone Mm -hmm. in terms of like problems, like how we deal with stuff. Like it's, it's weird. I I, like, I usually don't say that about media because I feel like it's often you have a character with very specific problems and not everyone can identify with it. But for the people that do, it means a lot. But with this, I feel like all the characters have such varied issues that you could really get at anyone, and they'd be like, "Hey, I, I yeah, I do that absolutely, sometimes, yeah, yeah," which is really, really cool. Um, and from what I understand, is because uh, Hideaki Anno, like, w- look, when he wrote this show, was like really depressed. Yes, he was. Like, and he wrote these characters as kind of like extensions of what he was going through or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so like all these characters are like parts of
0: like what he was going through and different, which can cons- which given how messed up some of these characters are. I cannot imagine how he was feeling at that time. Yeah.
1: So I feel like, you know, with, with that being, you know, with the show being made with that in mind and, and all that, like it's really, uh, it's really special, honestly. Um, you know, if it would, if you had taken all that stuff out of it, this show would have not been
0: the same. No, it would have been just another generic mecha anime.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, the the mech designs are incredible, and you know, the as far as I know, they're like up before this. It was just like very like blocky kind of yeah, like the mecha kind of gun- the Gundam, Gundam style. stuff. But now we have like these sleek, mm-hmm. angular kind of like you know glowy dudes, <laughs> tall they're, they're <laughs> really they're real. they're they like, are very very lanky they're very lanky they're cool um yeah so you know th- this show is i can see why it was like so impactful mm-hmm. and I, I i give anime a lot of shit but i fucking love this
0: show he's a weeb everyone he's a weeb i <laughs> i fucking love it i i i i need to bring up what you said to me Multiple times. Yeah. Multiple times I received a message reading, fuck you for getting me into this. Yeah. (laughs) That just makes me laugh every time I think about it. I was going through some feelings. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, so should we get into spoiler territory now? Yeah, I mean, it
1: is really hard to talk about this show without
0: spoiling it. So for anyone who
1: hasn't watched it, please go watch it. Yeah. It's on Netflix. I know that the Netflix version has some stuff changed around for the American dub, but if you can watch it in Japanese with subtitles, just do that.
0: It's really good. I would say if you can find the original because the subtitles are different. Oh, on I did this one too. Oh, okay. If you can find the original I wanna say it's Funimation, but I could be wrong. If you can find the original Funimation version, Dub or sub, doesn't matter. I would watch that version. You can probably find it somewhere. That's... Yeah, I'm... Very expensive. Because, you know, Evangelion wasn't available for the longest time, like, on physical media either. Mm. I mean, it still isn't in the States. Oh. So. Yikes. People people figured out how to watch it, though, and it's... If you if you look hard enough, not even you don't even have to look hard to find yeah. it. It's easy to find at this point. Well, I watched <laughs> the Netflix one. Yeah, because that's the easiest way to find it. But that you do lose just a teensy bit of some of the more. Uh, my brain is not good today. I can't think of words. Controversy nuances nuances. That's okay. the word. There so you know. do lose some a little bit of the nuances in the series if you're watching the. Uh, the Netflix version but that's okay we'll get I'll, I'll mention that briefly cuz I watched the original version again back in high school so it's been a number of years I only okay. remember really one thing about it that they changed for the Netflix version that uh, to be fair is a kind of a bigger thing but they do go over it more in this movie here Evangelion 3.33 you cannot redo but we'll cover that next week um Kawaru's fucking gay. Yeah, that's, I mean, I picked that, that's up on the, that. that's the main thing. But like, in the in the when they brought it to Netflix, the guy who was in charge of subtitling it, like, you know, he changed it to be like, "Oh no, he's just really good friends with Shinji."
1: No, I definitely picked up that he yeah. was gay. Yeah, no, absolutely. For sure. And I, I did like I, for a while, I was thinking like, it seems like they're not committing to this. Yeah, so that probably Netflix sucks. That's probably what that's I was what they,
0: they they didn't want to commit to it, but it was yeah. kind of baked into the show's DNA. It
1: it seemed very apparent, but it uh, yeah, so I I knew something was up there, but it's good to know that it was just Netflix instead of bad writing.
0: Yeah. So. Um so anyways, the 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 th- funny thing I had earlier about the Ava's um my good pal Tom Mancini who is a is 100% a weeb. He won't shut up about anime ever. Oh. Uh, we tried to get him to watch Evangelion, but he has this weird thing where he doesn't watch mainstream stuff. Okay. Which is weird to me, but okay. Um yeah, so we 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 showed him I think like the first 3 episodes of Evangelion and <laughs> he was just rattling off random shit about uh, about like what he thinks is going to happen. And I it, it was me, him, and our friend Giovanni, who was the one who got me into Evangelion, and we and Tom was like, "Oh, I you know I I bet Unit One's his mom or something." And me and Giovanni just had to like stay quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and then he he left, and we were and, and and we just kind of looked at each other like. <sighs> Oh my god! It's like we couldn't say anything. How did he even surmise that <laughs> after died, three he, episodes? He absolutely did not surmise it. He definitely just was making shit up as he went. Because it was, like, there is that that early into the show, there is absolutely no way you could even conceive that that's the case. Also, there are like
1: two, like a billion people who are Shinji's mom.
0: And there, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> But the fact that he just randomly just happened to hit the nail on the head so perfectly after seeing like only a handful of episodes—that's so it's weird, just so funny to me. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh yeah, um, Unit One is like Shinji's mom's soul.
1: Yeah. Also, when you uh are cutting the episode, put a because we didn't really do the spoiler. Well, we
0: said we were like, "Oh, let's talk about spoilers." Okay. Well,
1: we'll just make it a little bit more apparent. Okay. I'll 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 do it. Put in some big sirens or something. Yeah, I did that for
0: that drama thing. Just just take the
1: transphobe guy. Take the uh, Evangelion
0: scream when they go berserk, (laughs) and then just like put it in there. I gotta tell you, man, that is like one of the most unsettling sounds. It is. Like when I first watched the series back in high school, the scene close to the end where uh, Unit One goes berserk. And is devouring unit three. Yeah. And like, there's that one shot where it's eating it, and it looks back to the camera and has those like really those little, very circular glowing white eyes. It's 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 chilling. It's it, really unsettling. Like, oh, I agree. I'm, I agree yeah. I'm a little uncomfortable watching this right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, that shit's creepy for sure. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, it's that that the sound they make is is it's it's, it's kind of like the foghorn in the lighthouse. I was
1: gonna say it's a lot like a foghorn.
0: Yeah, and it's just and the fact that it's a, a living creature, quote unquote. See, here's what I like. I kind of like thought that
1: when I was thinking about it, and I was just thinking about like why it sounds like that because it's so creepy. Mm-hmm. It is a robot with like no function to be able to make noise like that and Mm -hmm. it's still making noise like that and that's what creeps me out (laughs) yeah (laughs) because it's just a robot with like I mean we don't even really know I mean there's a living being in there but a lot of it's mechanical
0: still Mm -hmm. I I don't think you ever really get a concrete explanation as to what the avas are I think that from from like the kind of like
1: the little bit that they talked about it because even at the end of the show you don't really know no entirely what they are but from like kind of kind of what i picked up on is that angels are kind of like humans that could have been or whatever Mm. but they're not and then avas are kind of like angels so they're kind of like synthetically grown angels that are kind of kept in place by this armor and then they're just avas I don't know. Maybe. I have no idea. That's <laughs> kind of what I picked up on from the, so he, the he, information he, here, that they give the you.
0: So I mentioned that I watched the show, but I didn't. And like I said, I've seen the show twice before, once in high school, and then again when Netflix dropped dropped it on there. But um, to do this podcast, I was like, I don't have time to watch a 26-episode show plus a movie. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to watch um, Death and Rebirth. So Neon Genesis Evangelion Death and Rebirth was a film that came out shortly before the end of Evangelion. All it was was like, it, it, it was the first 24 episodes compressed into one film meant to be watched as like a recap before you go see End of Evangelion. And so Netflix has a version of that because de- so it, it was in two parts, it was death and rebirth so death was the recap and then rebirth was like, I think like the first 20 minutes of end of Eva. So Netflix has, um, neon Genesis, Evangelion, death, true squared. So I'm like, okay, I'll just watch this. So I don't have to watch the first, you know, a 26 episode of anime in one day. As you can clearly tell by how we've been talking about this, I really enjoy neon Genesis, Evangelion, the anime series. Death True Square is a piece of shit. Uh-huh. Because it's an hour long and you are comp- and you're condensing a 24 episode series into an hour long film. That's already kind of a stretch. It's it's it, 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 it's it's a bit of a monumental task. Yeah. But the editing is atrocious. Oh, okay. it's like so weird and disjointed and at sometimes out of chronological order. Like you, we find you. You find out the truth about Rey before we even meet Asuka. What? We, and because that, that comes near the end of the show. <laughs> what the fuck! I don't know what. I don't know what is going up with death. It's it's so. I really like. This is the first time I've ever been seen like an Evangelion thing. and I'm like, I did not like that. Yeah. I did not like that. No. <laughs> and and it's like. This is you're supposed to watch this if before End of Evangelion as a refresher, and it's like I think I came out of Death True Squared more confused. More confused with a, with a I had less of an understanding of the series yeah. than I than I did going in. It's like that's not. That's contrary to the point of this film's existence. Yeah. What happened here? I'm glad I didn't watch it. Yeah, you should be. I'm <laughs> i, I actually, I, I, uh, I would, you should watch it because I want to know what your thoughts are on how bad it is. Well, here's the thing.
1: When I was watching all of them, I just kind of looked at it and I'm like, well, I probably don't need this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I just watched End of Evangelion, which was great.
0: End of Evangelion is unironically one of, like, one of the best animated films of all time. Yeah. I think. And I think a lot of people would agree on that. Yeah.
1: Well, as for the show, circling back to it. Yes. Other thoughts on it?
0: Um, it, it good. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about the music. Oh, Shiro Sugisu is a goddamn genius, man. I,
1: I think I told you... I like messaged you about it and I had finished the show and then like a couple days later I said alright I've listened to every single Evangelion soundtrack and I can't stop because
0: <laughs> there said, are at least three I, I don't said, know if they're all
1: on Spotify but there are at least three of them I said I wa- I, I listened to all of them for the show to be able to talk about it because I really like talking about soundtracks and movies mm-hmm. and then I just said I couldn't stop listening <laughs> to
0: it stop.
1: I couldn't stop It's it is probably some of my favorite music for anything ever it's really it's, good. It's, it is really good. And it's, it's like so varied. Like you have like these really like chill, like blues, like blues tracks, like jazz kind of stuff. And then you have like this really sick, like action music. Mm-hmm. And the music from the rebuild movies is also really good, but we'll, we'll get to, to that later.
0: That's again, it's all Shiro Sikishu, it's all the same composers. Yeah. Right?
1: And, a, and a lot of the music is same is the same across the series. Mm-hmm. End of Evangelion. And then the rebuild movies, they use a lot of the same soundtracks. Um, in the same pieces of music, but the soundtrack for the show is really good. Oh, that's, really, that's, good. That's,
0: that's that's another thing. The Netflix thing changed. The ending theme is different. Oh, because the ending theme on the Netflix version is that like kind of creepy sounding piano track. Yeah, uh, in the original version, it's a cover of. I don't know if it's Frank Sinatra's, the original artist, but he's the one everyone knows the song for. It's a cover of Frank Sinatra's Fly Me to the Moon. Oh, you know what? I actually by, listened to the... Yeah, because that's on Spotify. I listened to Fly yeah. Me to the Moon, yeah. Yeah, and it's by the it's by the Yoko Takahashi, I think her name is, who did the yep. opening theme. Yep. That's a great song. It is a great song. And the fact... I, I understand, like, it was a rights thing. They couldn't get the rights to use the song, which sucks, but it's still a, a, a loss. Yeah.
1: Hold on. I, the title music, the end, Cruel, Angel's, Cruel thesis. Angel's Thesis, is unironically one of the best pieces of music I've ever listened to. <laughs> that Man, It is
0: I, so criminally I, I catchy. Keep, I keep joking about how Brian's a weeb, and that is not a sentence I ever thought I would ever hear from his mouth. Shut up. It's so criminally <laughs> catchy. I... I hate you. And I have it on vinyl, Brian. How do you feel about that? fucking hate you. <laughs> it is so catchy. <laughs> I
1: was just, like, in the shower the other day, and I was just, like, thinking about that song. <laughs> no, yeah, no. People, like... that. That is, like... That song has 30 million listens. As it should. On
0: as Spotify. As it should.
1: 30 million is, like, the size of... Like the population of this state,
0: <laughs> the entire state of Massachusetts has listened to "Cruel Angels Thesis."
1: I probably have like at least a hundred times of this. Oh my point. God, no, not really. <laughs> I probably listened to it like God, maybe. You, God, you are a weeb. I probably have listened to it probably like ten times mm-hmm. in total.
0: But yeah, no, that 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 song constantly shows up on like oh the best anime openings of all time lists. Yeah. I I mean
1: I can see why. Yeah,
0: no, it's 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 a very very good opening. Yeah. Um. um
1: I mean, like you know, there's not really like for the show, like they're all like standout tracks for me because they're all like so well defined. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like the the Ray music is really good. The stuff they use for Ray, that piano, is, yeah, like, that's really theme, really good. Theme. Um, but then like you have like the Hedgehog Dilemma, which is probably like the standout for me just because of how great it sounds. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one after that, I think a.
0: I know absolutely none of them by name, so... Uh, there's, like, another one...
1: I can't remember it. It If you listen to it on Spotify, it's the one after Hedgehog Dilemma. Okay. It's really good. But, I mean, like, all the music is great. So, I mean, that's what I wanted to talk about, really. Mm-hmm. Um, the music for End of Evangelion is really good. Like, really, really good. And there's a song... At the end of the movie, that's really, really catchy. Is
0: that the one where, during when the instrumentality crash is happening? Yes. So I texted you about this because I ha- So I, I have the um the Evangelion finally vinyl, which is, um, songs from end of ev- death rebirth, end of Evangelion, and I believe Evangelion one point one one, um, you cannot advance. I don't know why, just that one, because it came out this year. So, You Cannot. You Are Not Alone is the first one. Sorry. You Cannot Advance. So, it has songs from You Are Not Alone. But the fact that they don't have the songs from You Cannot Advance and You Cannot Redo seems weird to me, considering the album came out this year. Maybe it was like in development hell for a bit. It's a soundtrack.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, what if like Worka stopped on it and they just. Didn't have time to re-record the music know. or whatever. This,
0: you cannot redo. but has been out since 2012. I don't know. I'm just coming up with excuses.
1: <laughs> trying to be nice. No. Anyways, go ahead. What were you saying? No, I don't remember. You're just saying
0: something about... about oh, it, yeah. Like, I texted you because okay, I was listening to that when I was packing for vacation last week. And it's like, wow, listening to these songs that are playing when, you know, everyone's turning into LCL, like out of context, it's... it's it's very weird to hear out of context.
1: Yeah, I don't remember the name of the song, but I don't remember it either. But it's it like sounds really like upbeat, but it's not.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, it's like
1: really not. It's really not not. In, not in the least. Um, that is a really good piece of music. I don't remember what it, what, the, what the name of the song was. I don't even remember the artist. But um, that song was really good. Um, what else? Yeah, I mean, that's that's my thought on the music is that it's damn good mm-hmm. and listen to it. Should we talk about
0: both endings?
1: Yeah, yeah, we can talk about both endings because I remember that you told me to watch the last two episodes because mm-hmm. apparently a bunch of people don't like them. Yes. And uh, and to also watch End of Evangelion. Yes. And I liked the last two episodes. I thought they so were... So do I. I thought that they were... I mean, obviously you could... Tell that they were stretched for time and money. It wasn't time. It was,
0: it was a hundred percent. It was money. It was money. They okay. they went way over budget with the animation, so they had to. So they were not able to do like a big bombastic ending.
1: Okay, that they wanted to do. I still think that the ending was pretty good, though. I mean, like it's, I unders like I understood what what the ending was. Yeah, it was the the human instrumentality project. Yeah. Yep, and it's basically just everyone is put into like is I don't know like I, I mean like they
0: I mean they put impo- the important thing to understand is that like during the last two episodes Shinji you know he overcomes his 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 self-doubt and learns to accept himself for who he is that's why there's that scene at the end where everyone's like congratulating him
1: yeah instead of him like deriving worth from other people and what they think of him yeah which I think is a lesson that a lot of people need to learn yeah Um. and that's kind of like the point of the last two episodes but then e- End of Evangelion is supposed to be like the why did the that happen
0: kind yeah. of thing as i understand it like all the stuff that happens in the last two episodes is happening concurrently with Evangelion with End of Evangelion like all yeah. that's like happening obviously in Shinji's head mm-hmm. as all this other wild crazy stuff is happening in the real world which is very wild mm,
1: that's an understatement yeah <laughs> But yeah, I you know, I really like the the last two episodes. I think that it um I think that seeing Shinji come to that realization was really nice, and it was a good end to the show.
0: I don't mm-hmm. know why anyone would really be mad at it. I think because I think I understand why people would be upset because it is such a a departure from what we've seen like yeah, it is like there are there are, obviously there has there was a lot of introspective stuff in the series up to that point, but this is like. Very way down the rabbit hole, yeah. um, and you know we, we we've been building we it's been building to this finale, and then to not get that fina- that like crazy finale, I understand why people are upset. Um, sending death threats to Hideaki Anno was not the way to go about it, but you know it's in the past. But it then was jokes on them because
1: he included those death threats and shit. In, That's right, in, he did. In, I, I forgot about that. I
0: in. forgot he did that.
1: Yeah, that that was. Um, there was a, the ultimate call out post. Yeah, it honestly was. Um, yeah, that that's not okay. No. I mean, sending death threats and In any uh, case. you know or anything like that to creators is just not It's counterproductive. Yeah. For one it was not
0: his fault. It was money's fault. Yeah. Like, one. what, what would, you, do, would you rather have... Would you rather see the end of Evangelion done in, like, that weird sketchy style they had to sometimes in those last two episodes? It was pretty cool. Though. It was cool, but would you want to watch a whole movie like that? No. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, that would not be good. Yeah. So, yeah. And nowadays, Anna's in everyone's good graces, so it's... In the past, just a lot of good stuff. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, I, th- I actually sent you a video about um, it was a Super Bunny Hop uh yeah Super Bunny Hop video about the um, about how much Neon Genesis Evangelion is in Metal Gear
0: Solid. I did not watch that, <laughs> and I didn't
1: really send it to you for the how they connect to each other, mm-hmm. but I sent it to you because of like how Hideaki Anno and um um who's the Metal Gear guy I forget his name Hideo Uh. Kojima how they both were like treated exactly the same for like really because uh Anno got all those like death threats and shit and Kojima got a lot of death threats for like making really bad Metal Gear endings oh probably because of uh
0: what is it? What's what's the second? I remember the title of the second one.
1: Metal, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, it was like, I don't know. It was it was the second game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know what I'm trying to. Guns of the Patriots is the fourth one. I think so. Yeah. What is the second one? I can never remember. I don't remember. Because I always think it's Guns of the Patriots, but no, that's Metal Gear Solid Four. I can look it up. Call Josh. I know he's in the other room. If I yell loud enough, Sons of Liberty oh yeah sons of liberty that's what it is
1: yeah so I just thought that that was a interesting connection about how that's a uh, very common
0: Mm-hmm. yeah I can see that
1: and really sad uh, but also in that video um, it really dawned on me how fucking popular Evangelion is in Japan mm-hmm like he pointed out that they have like the Evangelion jingle like on trains and not even the special Evangelion trains but like the regular trains <laughs> and I was just like wow <laughs> I wish America had stuff like that.
0: Yeah, we don't. We don't get anything cool. No, we
1: just get the same announcer at the T stop. I mean, I,
0: I think when Alien Covenant was coming out, they had trains like painted all black on the inside. And I was did see neat. that.
1: That movie sucked. Yeah, it did. Oof. <laughs> Anyways, want to talk about end of Evangelion? Uh,
0: Shinji sexually assaulted Asuka. Yeah, <laughs> that was a. Uh, not what I was expecting. I think, I think the Netflix version changed that line as well. Because what does what he He says, I'm the lowest of the low. Yeah. Uh, in the original version, he goes, I'm so fucked up, which I think is a better line.
1: Yeah. I saw, I actually, I actually did, I don't remember why, but I remember seeing, I think it was on Reddit, and I was just like reading a post about it, mm-hmm. and someone said that they changed it, and it used to be, I'm so fucked up yeah. or something.
0: That was not expected. <laughs>
1: No, uh, no, and I was really. like,
0: I was like, what the fuck? Keep in mind, these kids, these are literal kids. They're like 14. Yeah. I, yeah, that was, that was not, not something I, yeah. I really wanted to see. What, what? You don't want to see a 14 year old jerking off onto a 15 year old Brian? Why no, not? I, Why not? I don't. That's really <laughs> fucking cringe. I mean it's Japan things are a little different over there I understand that. Yeah, I did um like
1: there cuz I had to like you know me. I I'm I'm very like gross like <laughs> fuck that. I'm <laughs> yeah. done. But I had to like stop myself for a minute and be like, "Well, this is just a movie." Yeah. And up until this point this show has been really fucked up in general. Mhm. So maybe just <laughs> roll with it for now <laughs> and deal right. with it. And uh yeah, I don't really know why they put that in the movie other than to show that Shinji is still kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. I think that is the reason. I'm kind of glad they didn't really do that in the rebuild
0: movies. <laughs> I mean, I think at this point, like that scene has been memed to death now. Yeah. So like, even if that wasn't the case, like I understand not putting it in, I I just don't
1: really see the point of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure someone out there is going to be like, "Oh, there's great story." Signif-. I don't care. It's gross.
0: Listen, you can if if you look closely at the semen on his hand.
1: I just I just don't. It just doesn't really add anything <laughs> at all.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. No, not not really. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you agree with me. It doesn't really help that she's
0: comatose at the time, too. Yeah,
1: that is also really bad. Yeah, mm.
0: yep. We gotta we gotta cancel Shinji Akari. We do. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, the rest of the movie is really good, though. Mm-hmm. If you cut out that part, <laughs> it'd be really good. Um, the fight between uh Unit Zero Two and the mass-produced Angels is or Avas uh, Avas. They look like angels. They do. Uh, that is probably some of the best animation I've it's seen. really well animated. In yeah. my entire life. It was really good. Um, I love the way that the swords that they're using have like this sense of just they're heavy as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, them devouring Unit Zero Two is some of the gnarliest shit I've seen since like the end of Evil Dead One. <laughs> and that's saying something. And that's saying something. Um yeah and the finale of the movie is just off the walls crazy. I, I I assume that everyone loves it because that's the ending they were looking for. Most likely, yeah. Um but it's kind of nuts you get Giant Ray. Yep. Who I don't think we mentioned at this point but Ray is also Shin- Shinji's mom.
0: Ray is also Shinji's mom. She's not totally a clone. She's kind of a clone. She's an empty vessel that they that uh, Gendo Ikari, Shinji's father, put the soul of his of Shinji's mother Yui into, yeah, similar to Unit One, yeah. And um, but then she kind
1: of, I mean, she kind of kills uh, uh, Gendo, yeah, like badly, <laughs> uh, and uh, because she's like, I'm, I'm my own person, or whatever. yeah, and uh, and then she gets really
0: big and then she kills everybody, really. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that is... And then it's only Shinji and Asuka left alive.
1: That is some really good animation work, too. I just like seeing the giant, like, cross explosions all Mm. over the entire Earth. That's pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of the... A lot of stuff like that, like, the... um, Like, when angels, like, they do attacks and they result in explosions, and they're, like, just crosses. Mm -hmm. I think stuff like that is, like, really cool and charming. And I didn't really talk about the angel designs or anything like that, but it's, it's really just the entire aesthetic of the show. You know, you have all these like really biblical, like biblical things and like terms and, you know, uh, you know, items and stuff. And they're just, it's really cool. You know, I just go watch the show, honestly, because I'm not going to break it all
0: down. But, but that's what this whole podcast is, Brian. We're breaking it down. True. Well, not really. I mean, it, we, we it, can, this would be like a three-hour podcast yeah. if we tried to break the whole show down. We, we can talk I, about it. I I don't know what the hell a Dead Sea Scroll is.
1: Yeah, that's stuff that's kind of like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff in the show and in End of
0: Evangelion that's just never explained. Mm-hmm.
1: Dead Sea Scroll, they throw that I'm, around. I'm sure
0: there's like a video somewhere like, Evangelion lore explained. Yeah, it's like the Dark
1: Souls community where they really. yeah. just make videos on you know something that you exactly. can read in like five minutes and they stretch it out to like mm-hmm. three hours long, yeah. What can you, not don't, sh- don't
0: give Uvadi shit. He's a good guy.
1: Yeah, I know. He is. Anyways. So, yeah. I mean, the movie, really good. I-, I think that if Evangelion just ended there forever,
0: it would be pretty satisfying.
1: It's a really good movie. Um, the end is... I mean, a lot of the... The end is weird. It's just Shinji and... It's certainly bittersweet. It's just Shinji and, and uh, Asuka mm-hmm. left. Everyone else in the world everyone, is all LCL. Everyone else is LCL, and uh, Ray turned into a giant head. Yeah, <laughs> that split apart. Um, yeah, it, very weird imagery. Um, it, it is bittersweet, and I don't really know how I feel about it. Mm. But then the rebuild movies came along, and I'm just like, okay, you know, this is how it's going, I guess. Yeah. I mean, everyone, everyone died. Yeah. Well, like, oh, they didn't die. Well, okay, here's the thing. So I I did read, like, someone's opinion on the ending, and they said that if you stretch the word <laughs> happy, <laughs> you could say that it is kind of a happy ending. That That would be a
0: very large stretch.
1: Well, because from what I understand is that, like, humans themselves are... Like are like the eight. I think they're like the eighteenth angel or something, mm-hmm. and they have an AT field, but it's just how people are separated, and yeah. they are, and that's them being like their own person and stuff. And I'm like, okay, that's a that's cool, but then the point of the end of the show is that the those AT fields are gone, and now they're just a giant ocean of LCL, and so now they are together. And like they're, they don't have like they're a boundary. All, they're and all kind of one. They're they're like a collective. Yeah. Which I mean, for some people,
0: is appealing to be a collective and not be separated. But I think you and I are both introverts, so I don't I don't think we 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 we'd vibe with that. Yes. <laughs> but to the persons who I read there,
1: it was just some on on on, on Reddit. Mm-hmm. But what they were arguing is that like it is kind of like a benevolent thing because you know everyone in life goes through hurdles of being separate or you know separated from others and loneliness yeah and now all of humanity is like together and that's kind of good if you stretch the idea of what you think <laughs> living is about I personally enjoy being my own person as separ- do I separated from others but again, I mean, it's it's up to interpretation, which it, a running theme on this podcast is that we love stuff that's up for interpretation. It's great. It is. So, I mean, that's that's kind of like how I feel on the ending. I, I think that it can be happy or sad depending on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would suck for Shinji and uh, Asuka, Asuka, or whoever you say her name, I'm going to have a hard time no matter <laughs> what, because they're the only two people yeah. left. And uh, Shinji kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of. Uh, I mean, they both kind of suck. They do. Because they're, again, carrying around, you know, dumb trucks. I feel worth like Asuka's
0: a little more fucked up than Shinji. Yeah, dump trucks worth of baggage. Um, so we, we, we really only covered what's wrong with Shinji. We didn't talk about how anyone else is fucked up. Yeah,
1: I mean, we can... I mean, we don't have to go through everyone, but no. we can talk about, like, the main people.
0: Yeah, I mean, so, As, Asuka, you know... Walked in on her mother's hanged corpse.
1: Yeah, and then her mother tried to coerce her into also killing yep. herself, which is really bad. Uh, uh, um, for obvious reasons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I would say that's pretty obvious. And so she, you know, carrying around that, and then also some other
0: like familial stuff as mm-hmm. well, like you know, and you know, superiority complex or inferiority complex, rather. Yep. Yep, and then we have uh,
1: Masato. Who is a really great character? <laughs>
0: Masato. Masato is might be my favorite character. Yeah, she's really great. I mean, my favorite character is Pen Pen. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the. I feel like that should be the universal answer. Yeah. Um,
1: Masato was uh, the only survivor well, the of Second Impact. The second Impact, yep. and she was like really fucked up for a while, but mm-hmm. then she kind of.
0: I don't know. I'm, I can't remember where I saw this, but I swear to God, I have seen it somewhere. And I thought it may have been in the rebuild films, but then I watched the rebuild films again and it was not there. So I really don't know where I got this, but I could have sworn I saw somewhere that living through the second impact, um, her injuries, I don't remember where I saw or read this, but I... I'm like 80% sure I saw somewhere that Misato's injuries from the second impact made her infertile. I think you're right. I think that Am is... Am I? I can't remember where I saw it, though. I think it was in the show somewhere. I, I, I don't I, But I, when I watched the show a couple years ago when it dropped on Netflix, I didn't see any mention of it anywhere, so I got confused. I don't know. I thought I saw it. I thought that was in the
1: show because I, I also knew about that. <sighs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. But I mean like she, I mean like she also had issues with like her dad. Mhm. Um There's a lot of daddy issues in this there show. Are, yeah, yeah. A lot of them. Oh yeah. Turns out being a
0: shitty dad really fucks up kids. <laughs> yeah, so anyone who's who's going to become a father soon, be a good father. <laughs> yeah. Oh we didn't well we didn't touch
1: on how shitty Shinji's dad is Gendo. Oh, Gendo again, fuck Gendo. Gendo sucks. <laughs> Gendo does suck. He's like He's a lot like Shinji, but worse. Mm. As in he like kills other people <laughs> for his own gain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy sucks. He also is like essentially enslaved his wife.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's also kind of uncomfortable. His his relationship with Ray is also kind of uncomfortable. It is it, very it, it is implied to be sexual, and Ray is a fourteen year old girl. She's not a real human being, but no. still, it's kind of weird. It is very weird. Yeah, and the show has a lot of weird mm. shit in it. Um, I gotta say, uh, last night when I was watching Death True Squared, um. My sister has this thing where, like, she, before she goes to bed, she'll, like, go around the whole house and, like, make sure all the doors are locked and the windows are closed and all that. It was very weird, but it'll, it'll tend to happen when I'm downstairs watching something. And uh just so happened that uh, she came down during the scene where Shinji is giving Rei her card. You know, the scene where he walks in on Rei naked and then uh, he trips, falls onto her naked body, this is not good timing. <laughs> this is not what it looks like. <laughs> I don't think she cared. I don't know. I don't even think she saw anything on the screen. But. That,
1: honestly, every time that happened, because there was. I watched the show and it, didn't that happen in the rebuild mm-hmm. movie too? Yeah, it happened in the show and the rebuild movie and I just had to not watch it both times. <laughs> it's a very
0: uncomfortable scene.
1: Yeah. Because it's, it, it's, it's
0: not even uncomfortable the fact that. It, you know you're watching a naked fourteen-year-old. It's uncomfortable. It's like you're getting secondhand embarrassment from Shinji. Yeah, I mean it's both. It is a bit of both. It's both for sure for me. Because like Shinji, how the hell I just, did you get into? How how did you manage to do just to fuck up it. this badly? Just leave it at the door. No harm, no foul. Yeah. If she
1: forgets it, she forgets it. Yeah, and that's her own fault. Yeah. I don't like. I, I would never walk in on
0: someone's house,
1: <laughs> or apartment, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because the door's unlocked? Well,
0: I mean, the mail was, you know, stuff. She wasn't really checking her mail. Just wait
1: outside the door. She was (laughs) going to leave in, like,
0: five minutes anyways. Yeah, but Shinji doesn't know how to talk to people. That's the whole thing. Oh, you know what? That's fair. He doesn't know how to interact. It's all Hedgehog's Dilemma. That's fair. It's the whole theme of the show.
1: I get All right. All right. (laughs) All right. Anyways. um, Yeah, so we went over uh, Masato, Um... I don't even remember what's up with Ritsko. Uh, I think she, like, her mom was, like, murdered by Gendo. Yeah. Because something with Ray. Because I think
0: she knew Ray was Yui.
1: Yeah. And, um, and then, like, I think, uh, uh, her mom is, like, now the, uh, the three computers yeah
0: which is not even a thing in the rebuild <laughs> films
1: yeah that's weird because those were like probably one of the coolest it was a very yeah
0: I, I like when i was watching death true squared last night i'm like oh i totally forgot about this yeah this, this is a thing they're i don't remember what they're called the magi
1: yeah magi so so um sorry what was um what was her name again the uh the, the blonde scientist uh, lady oh uh, Ritsko. yeah so her mom turned herself into three computers to make like governmental decisions about like Tokyo 3 and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, wow, we haven't even talked about Nerve. There's
0: a lot to this show. There's a lot to this show. Oh my god. Well, I, haven't, I haven't mentioned Sale.
1: TLDR, Nerve is just... The Nerve is the, is, is the shadow... Organization the that, sh- that has all the Avas. Yeah, the very shadowy organization that's... Kind of making decisions mm-hmm. in Tokyo Three, and like sending the uh, Avas out and stuff like that.
0: And Sale is the one that's kind of pulling the strings, trying to get the Human Instrumentality Project going. Yeah, but also not. I I don't I don't know, man.
1: It's like a plan that they. Are trying to follow, but then uh, Gendo is kind of following his own plan. But like he
0: also wants the Instrumentality Project to go through. But he wants it
1: in his own way. It's very confusing. It is. I think he wants it to be able to reconnect with Yui. Yeah. But then uh, Seal wants it for other reasons. Question mark. I don't really think. Yeah. I don't really think it even matters that much. Uh, not really. But um. But yeah, I mean that's kind of that's kind of the deal. It's like all the major like organ- mm-hmm. organizations and like characters. Ray is weird to talk about because she's just not real, real. Like she's she is the instrument for a lot of other people's plans, yeah. which I think is her biggest kind of conflict. Because mm-hmm. up until she meets Shinji, she's just nothing, and then she kind of and then Shinji kind of like asks her stuff and interacts with her and that kind of, like, turns her into a person. hmm And then she, like, dies another time and then she's kind of the same thing. Um, I don't know. I mean... We've
0: barely mentioned Kawaru. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, he doesn't... In the show, he's not there very much. He's not, he's not in the rebuild that much either. That's, well, in the third movie, he's kind of there. But in the show, he he's, like, the last he's angel. He's the
0: last angel, yeah. And, um... Him and Shinji like kind of hit it off a little, yeah. a little bit. They're kind of forming a romantic relationship, and then ends up oh, Kaworu's an angel, and now Shinji has to, yeah. you know, struggle with having to kill Kaworu.
1: But he basically just gives up.
0: Yeah, he
1: said that living and death are all the same to me,
0: mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh, you know, that's kind of cool. Have you heard? Um, this is gonna. This is gonna sound really. Out of place, but I promise it has it, it, it there there is context to it, okay um have you heard trapped in the drive through by weird al? I think I have yeah, do you know the the part of the song where the guy's uh looking at the cashier and goes and he looks at me and I look at him yeah i <laughs> when I was watching <laughs> true I was watching it was the scene where Shinji has uh Kau and unit one's hands and it's just on that scene for like on that one frame for like a good you know, 60 seconds and all i could think was that part oh of my the god i'm s- like okay i need to like go in and make that edit i don't know if anyone's made that edit before but if not it's gonna be me you should
1: do it and then um put up a youtube version of this and just have it in there
0: i'm going to please <laughs> uh i gotta i really gotta do that it's gonna be great yeah uh okay yeah Rest in peace Kauru, my boy. Rest in peace. He was cool. He was cool. He's he got played, red he, eyes. He played the piano. He did. No, he didn't play the piano in the in in the, in the show, I don't think. Oh. I th- yeah, when I cuz like before I had watched I had rewatched the rebuild stuff. A lot of the stuff in the rebuild blended together with the show.
1: Yeah, that was kind
0: of my problem.
1: Yeah. But wow. Yeah, it's
0: it's it's weird
1: how it blends together so well. It is weird. I I feel like that's why I'm kind of leaning towards liking a lot of the aspects of the rebuild movies mm. more because they seem a little bit more. That's b-
0: interesting. I think I, a lot of people prefer the. Oh, the I show. still like the show. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that no, I no, no,
1: absolutely does better. But we'll talk about the rebuild movies in a, we'll, we'll talk about the rebuild movies uh, next time. Next time. Um. The last thing I wanted to talk about, or or I guess ask about, mm-hmm. was. The angel fights. Which one of them was like your favorite? Because I have, I have an opinion. Okay. I really think that like the diamond one. I don't Ramiel. I, I think it is Ramiel. I thought that was one of like the coolest fights ever. In the rebuild movies and in the mm-hmm. the show and like the regular show, and then also the um, the last one before, uh, Kauru or whatever, yeah, How you, however you say his name, I don't remember the name of that one, but it's got like the weird like lanky kind of arms that are like kind of papery or whatever. Oh the, yeah, 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 him. Man, you really needed to watch this show. I see the confusion on your face. Yeah, I,
0: again, it's it's been a couple years, and, and the hour-long condensation that was Death True Squared just left me more confused. Um, I think mine was Fighting Unit Three. Yeah, no, that, that one was also that's cool. just so like unsettling to watch. It was really unsettling because it's just so over-the-top violent. I c- honestly kind of forgot about it. But yeah, and the fact that you know one of Shinji's actual friends is the one piloting it, yeah, is even more you know distressing.
1: Yeah, no, that was um, I was very stressed out about that while watching it because I was like, no, it's Toji yeah. in there.
0: The, no, and then I don't even think we really see Toji anymore after that. He, it's implied he survives, but
1: he survives and you do see him, but do he's you? like he's like crippled. Mm. Um, but he survives. He's okay, I think. I don't think we see
0: Kensuke um, either. No. He's just gone.
1: Yeah. No, I think after that, that's kind of when shit kind of flies off the rails yeah. and everyone leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. I mean, personally, all the angel fights in the show are really cool.
0: They're all they're all great. Yeah. But
1: uh, those were standouts for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Those three. So any, anything more we want to add about, about Neon Genesis Evangelion? Watch it. Oh, uh, yeah. Because a lot of people I've talked to haven't.
1: And uh, yeah, it's weird. And there's a lot of shit in there that's like really cringy, and it
0: did take me a bit because like I had tried watching it a, maybe two or three times before I like sat down to watch it for Shin Godzilla, and it did, it never really clicked with me. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad I did stick it out for Shin Godzilla because it ended up being really good, and now here I am doing a whole podcast on it. Yeah, we're gonna be two we'll do two podcasts. Two podcasts Yeah, remember? Yeah. yeah, this is a two-parter. Two-parter. Um. You ever heard of a two part podcast episode? I haven't. We're breaking new ground here on Talking Togo. I'm sure someone's done it before. Yeah, yeah. Let me live my life. Okay. Let me, let me, let me dream.
1: Anyways, (laughs) well, you're going to have to watch all the rebuild movies because I'm not carrying
0: that one. I did. I already did. Good. I watched, I watched You Cannot Redo the day before I brought it to you. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Don't worry. We're all good. Okay.
1: Well, I don't really have anything else to add about the show. Okay. Other than definitely watch it. Um, You know, again, there's a lot of it that is just kind of weird. But I feel like even if you take out some of, like, the really, like, bit of, like, bad, cringe, Mm. kind of, like, disgusting stuff, I feel like the show might be lesser. Mm. Because a lot of it kind of adds to, like, the biblical kind of, like, setting. Because, like, I I don't know. It doesn't really, like... I mean, the the beginning of End of Evangelion you can completely get rid of. I wouldn't, I wouldn't care if that left. Mm-hmm. But some of like the weird shit, like the weird imagery and like the nudity of the show, which I told you I was not expecting. I feel like if you took that away, like it would be kind of, like it just kind of fits with like the, bi- the biblicalness of the show in a sense. I don't know. because like you see that shit in like, movies that have to deal with like angels and demons and shit and it kind of like goes hand in hand and whatever because it's like the primal form of man and you know whatever i still think it's weird yeah but whatever that's just my thought on it yeah good show good all right Well, you're gonna have to do a lot of editing because this was all over the place. Again,
0: it's it probably won't be that much worse than the Ultra Q episode. No, that Ultra Q episode was crazy. Yeah. Um. So let's 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 move on. Okay. So, well, other than Evangelion, Brian, have have you been checking out any cool new kaiju stuff lately? No. Oh.
1: But I am gonna be watching. uh, uh, Godzilla versus Hidora.
0: You said that last
1: time. I said that last time, but I was too busy watching Evangelion. Oh, wow. So now I'm actually going to watch it because I have some time. And uh, then I was going to watch. Uh, actually, I was going to watch In Godzilla because its fifth anniversary it, was. That's true.
0: Yeah, it was the fifth anniversary.
1: Not long ago. It was around the
0: same time as the 50th of her header. Yeah, it was not. Well, Brian, it was probably like a couple of weeks after. I think you're missing one pretty big thing. Because the new kaiju thing I've been I checked out was the Suicide Squad. Oh my god. And listen, you might not you may be thinking, hey, the Suicide Squad, that's not a Kaiju movie. And let me tell you, the word kaiju is dropped in the trailer. Because Starro. Leave it to James Gunn to introduce Starro in a feature film. What a guy. Oh my God. Um Yeah, I get that it's not, you know There's also a giant shark. He's not giant He's giant for me. He's about the, he he's about the normal size of a shark just you know a great white shark no whatever anyways <laughs> um, yeah, it's not totally a Kaiju movie but like the starro stuff is legitimately like phenomenal like uh, Jared I think in his review for it said like yeah starros rampage is like better than anything the MonsterVerse has done so uh yeah oh hell yeah (laughs) oh you'll love to see it yeah no uh but the the suicide squad is phenomenal like i i think it might be my favorite film from james gunn is it better than suicide squad (laughs) yes yes brian it's a very low bar and you should know that (laughs) that movie's so bad yeah but um yeah i mean i mean everyone like for a film with that many characters i'm surprised by how many by how many of the characters i actually really really liked Is arm fall off boy okay tdk which stands for the the, for the detachable kid is one of the it's one of the the casualties early on no it's not really spoilers because it happens in the first five minutes of the movie but like no there are two teams and the first team is just slaughtered.
1: Oh no! <laughs> in the first like
0: five minutes, and it's hilarious. Nathan Fillion, no. That's the, so the first. The first death is the best, though. I'm not gonna spoil it. That's so but sad. It's the, the, fir- the first death is like it got like the first big laugh out of me. Oh my god! Because it was just so unexpected. I'm so sad. And stoked. it's it, it's it's such a <laughs> stupid death too. And and and, and like even though all the characters are like. Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. I have to watch it. You okay. really have to watch you know it. This, this is
1: what I'm checking out today. That's the new Kaiju thing I'm checking out. Yeah. is Suicide Squad today.
0: <laughs> wow. You will not regret it. It's so funny.
1: Well, I think both of us are going to be watching uh, Evangelion 3.1 plus 1.1. Yeah,
0: we will. Next, yeah. Next, next week.
1: week. And all of them are going to be dropping on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Just I believe weird, so because they're going to have Evangelion the show on Netflix and, and the movies on
0: yeah it's kind of weird I was also watching Ultraman Trigger which Brian you should watch that so we can do an episode on Ultraman Trigger when it wraps okay because what's that on I, YouTube it's on Superdaya Productions YouTube channel link it to me I will and I'll watch it I was surprised because I thought they were going to be taking the episodes down after two weeks like they were doing the Ultraman Z but they're not so hmm. maybe they're leaving it up for us for us, I, us I've, but I've been keeping up. I've been keeping up. Us so maybe just maybe just you, and maybe
1: just me. <laughs> just like that fucking guy won't watch Ultra, didn't watch Ultra <laughs> Q for like two <laughs> years, so we have to keep it up for two yeah. years. Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah. I mean, it's it's. It, I, I'm enjoying it. I don't know if I'm enjoying it as much as I enjoyed Ultraman Zet. Um. I do like that the main character Kengo. Um. He has a flower that he named Rulia.
1: Oh, that's a nice name.
0: Yeah. Apparently, like. The Lovecraftian gods are like an actual thing in Ultraman lore. Like okay. U- Ultraman Tiga fought multiple Lovecraftian gods and killed them. I've never watched Tiga, so I don't know if that's true. But all
1: right, well, if there's anything that's going <laughs> to go against Lovecraftian myth- it's mythology, it's fighting Ultraman. <laughs> it's 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 killing the Lovecraftian
0: gods, Brian. This is Ultraman. Okay, I think I think you're 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 underestimating Ultraman. Okay but yeah oh no we didn't talk about the jet jaguar reference oh in yeah <laughs> yeah uh, jet alone is, is jet jaguar there you go <laughs> really out of place there you yeah, go I'll put it in somewhere maybe I'll just leave it here I don't know all right but um okay yeah uh, Ultraman Trigger is cool got some I really like Trigger's design all right and I like that they have an alien Metron on the team I don't know what its name is I can't remember alien no okay <laughs> <laughs> um but is any, anything else you want to add brian no Okay. right i'm good well um i think that's it for today then okay so hope you guys enjoyed and don't forget to check back in a couple weeks for our part two of our evangelion extravaganza where we'll be covering the rebuild of evangelion Quadrilogy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hope you enjoy. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook and maybe Instagram. Instagram
1: coming soon. Coming soon. I, I will be the owner
0: of it. Yeah. Probably. Pro- <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. But yeah, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Talking Toku. Instagram coming soon. Also at Talking Toku, I imagine. Yep. Um, I am your host, David Scravani.
1: I'm your co-host, Brian Kershaw. Alright, bye. Bye.